Hello everybody and welcome back to I Hate the IWC, a pro wrestling solo podcast where I take different topics and discussions from the world of wrestling, mostly current, but every now and then we'll nip into something from the past and I debate them. I look at reasons why something is good, reasons why something is bad, reasons why something should happen and reasons why it shouldn't, etc. You guys know what the score is if you've been around here before. However, today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Today is going to be... Well, to put it bluntly, a bit of a filler episode. I've mentioned this in the past. Um, Unfortunately, I'm a student, so my life is a little bit random. You know, you never know when you're suddenly going to be busy or when you're suddenly going to have two weeks of doing absolutely nothing. So what I want to do is I want to record a handful of uh, podcasts that can basically go out whenever. So if I get into a really busy period and I can't record, we don't just have to take like a a multiple week hiatus from the show and this is one of those things something that won't necessarily get outdated anytime soon that can sort of go out and it's just a discussion to fill a little bit of time so that by the time the next episode can come out people haven't completely forgotten the show has existed now obviously that's not to say that this hopefully won't be interesting but it's just a little bit different normally we talk about something like you know we've spoken recently about clash at the castle we've spoken about aw all out stuff that's present the big shows This is a little bit different. Today we're going to be talking about NXT Europe, essentially the new show or the new idea that Triple H has had and is going to be bringing to NXT to replace NXT UK. I'm going to chat a little bit about NXT UK and why it went went wrong, but I had a little bit of an idea as soon as NXT Europe was announced, a little bit of a pitch that I thought could work for the show, and I just thought I'd discuss it. And you guys could maybe flip the show on its head and maybe tell me, what do you think of my idea? Is it good? Would it work? Maybe tell me why it wouldn't. And tell me your ideas as well, because I had this plan and I thought, yeah, I like the sound of this. So I thought I'd sort of fancy book it a little bit. Again, I'm just trialing loads of different sorts of episodes and loads of ways of doing things so I can see what does the best and I can try and shape the content around that. So without further ado, let's jump straight into this one. If you're more interested in us talking about main event pay-per-view matches from main roster WWE and AEW and stuff, that content will be back very soon. Every now and then we just want to chuck something a little bit different in because, hey, being a podcaster when you're not actually a full-time podcaster is quite hard because you've just got to find time out of nowhere to do something. But, hey, I love doing it. It's just part of it, unfortunately. So hopefully you enjoy anyway. Let me know if you enjoy this sort of podcast and you don't find it filler. You actually just like it. Um, And, yeah, here is my idea for NXT Europe. Enjoy. So to start this off, we've got to talk about why NXT UK didn't work because the main thing you've got to do when booking NXT Europe is change something. I think what ultimately did kill NXT UK off was it was a promotion that was never going to be massive. It was supposed to replicate indie promotions over here in the UK. Obviously, a big part of it was to sweep up as much British talent as possible so that other promotions couldn't have them, which for obvious reasons annoyed a lot of British wrestling fans and British wrestling promoters, but that's a completely different debate. What killed it off completely, I don't think it ever did as well as it was meant to do, but COVID. This was never going to work as a TV show. The only way this was going to work was touring around the UK, doing multiple shows, going to the North, South, Scotland, Wales, London, Manchester, Blackpool, Cardiff, and putting on as many shows as possible and giving the live audience something enjoyable to watch. It was never going to be NXT. 
getting loads of people watching on the network and talking about it. It just wasn't meant to be that. I mean, you look at my favourite NXT UK match was Walter versus Tyler Bates at Cardiff. It's such a small little enclosed arena where everybody's having a great time. The crowd is on fire. And it's just about being able to say, oh, I was there. It's not about the magnitude of the event. So as soon as they had to move to BT Studios and they couldn't have a crowd there, it was always going to be the beginning of the end. Nobody cared enough about NXT. If you're a wrestling fan, the first thing you're going to watch, or should I say if you're a WWE fan, the first thing you're going to watch is Raw and SmackDown. If you want a little bit more, you watch NXT. NXT UK is the third one. And let's imagine that you're a wrestling fan, not just WWE. You're watching AEW. You're watching WWE. You're watching New New Japan. You're watching Ring of Honor. You're watching your local indie promotion. NXT UK is so far down in your list that unless you're going to go and enjoy it as a part of a live audience, you're probably not going to watch it, which is what's killed it off. So to talk about what I think NXT Europe needs to do, it needs to be all about large, uh, sorry, not large, live audience. It needs to be all about giving live audiences an enjoyable show, but making tickets desirable, which is why I've come up with this idea. This is going to be like a short little thing, but hey, thought of it and I thought it, it was cool. So if anybody watches F1, I don't really, but I know enough people who do and I have enough sort of people tweeting about it and all that to know sort of what's going on. You all know that the general principle of F1 is they have like a race calendar that they put out at the start of the season. And every year, they will go to a country once, I believe, to a specific track. And they'll race maybe once a week. I think sometimes they have like little breaks and stuff. But normally, it's every Sunday. One Sunday, they'll be in Britain. The next Sunday, they'll be in Abu Dhabi. Then they'll be in Melbourne, Australia. I'm sorry to F1 fans, because I'm sure that isn't the order. And I'm sure you could tell me a lot more about it. But essentially, each week, they seem to go to a new country do a race there then they won't go back to that country until the new season that's what i think nxt europe should be it should be a touring show where tickets are desirable so what i think should happen come january 2023 they should post a calendar have one show per month for now january through to december every show has to be in a different european country i would start it in the uk Because I think we've just seen with Clash at the Castle, as I'm recording this, it is two days after. UK fans love wrestling. And you know that. Now, we know that other European fans do, but you've got a very, very safe bet here. I wouldn't do it in Cardiff again, because you've already done that. I would avoid London, because I think London should become the home of AEW with Craven Cottage. I'd go to Blackpool. You've been there. You've got a core wrestling audience there. You've got a nice enclosed arena at the Tower and create a great noise and create some real hype. Then, February, France. March, Spain. April, Germany. You know, basically, 12 different countries all across Europe. Now, obviously, that's one thing. The main part of it, though, don't do a full NXT Europe roster. Use NXT Europe as an extension of NXT and essentially make these shows glorified house shows that also air on the network with three or four of them feeling like bigger shows. So let me explain. Trying to follow multiple different rosters is hard work for wrestling fans. 
it makes it more difficult. When there's a different set of storylines going on on SmackDown Raw, NXT 2.0, NXT UK, AW Dynamite, everything, it's so hard to keep track because every time you sit down to watch wrestling, something different is happening. It's not continuing the same stories and you're watching so much wrestling. I don't think WWE needs a new promotion with new wrestlers. I think WWE needs an excuse to tap into the European market. So, you've just reset NXT, you sort of only recently started NXT 2.0. Use this as a way to tour and spread the promotion, and also do more takeovers, but not have them feel like you're doing too many pay-per-views. So, for example, January, UK, big show. That could be one of your big four. Just book an NXT title match. Have... You know, Bron Breaker's just faced Tyler Bate, obviously. Do that match, but do it in Blackpool. And have a couple of matches on the card, maybe three, four, or five. And just integrate a few random little matches that are just enjoyable, but that if you want to watch them on the network, then fine, you'll have a good time. But it's about giving the fans a great time and making tickets desirable by not doing it in too big of a stadium. I would also, for each show, bring in people from the main roster. It's, you know, never make somebody work, you know, NXT Europe all the time, but just go, ah, Drew, we're in Scotland. How do you fancy facing Gunther in an intercontinental title match on NXT Europe? It's just a bit of fun. But what it does is it's going to bring people in. It's going to bring more people in to watch the wrestling because they're going to go to it because it's local. Make sure it's not too expensive and you're doing this in multiple places. Now, what F1 also do is they change their calendar. They add new tracks. You can do that. You could start off maybe with just six shows a year and do January, March, May, etc. Do it every two months and then slowly add more places in. You know, there's there's different ways that you can do this, but essentially, the problem with NXT UK, I think, you've got a very good UK crowd. You don't want to just burn them out by bringing another show here that people need to go and watch all the time. If you bring it once a year, along with bringing over a main show, maybe a Raw or SmackDown once a year, plus a pay-per-view once a year, we're going to be happy. Because it means everybody realistically is going to get a chance to see some wrestling that year. But you're never going to get burnt out because the maximum they're ever going to do is three or four shows. Maybe add an AEW show in. You're not going to be watching that much wrestling. Five, six tops. And it just makes you want to go even more. But what it does is it means that when NXT Europe's time to come around is you get excited. Because you're like, yes, we're back. Where are they going to do it this time? They've done it in Blackpool. Maybe now we do it in the O2. Maybe we do it in Manchester. Maybe we do it in Glasgow etc there's multiple ways that you can do it um and you know again who can you bring down i mentioned you know do an intercontinental title match before okay what if you go to ireland for example and have finn Balor main event or sheamus and the rest of it's nxt wrestlers and it is just a house showy sort of vibe but it's more exciting because you're seeing wrestlers who are on tv wrestlers who have a chance of making it to the main roster NXT UK felt like, no offence, but a lot of the time you were watching indie wrestlers who WWE probably weren't going to end up using. Yes, there was exceptions. Ilya Dragunov, Walter, etc., Tyler Bate. But for the most part, it didn't feel special. It didn't feel like a WWE attraction. It just felt like indie wrestling with a WWE name. Make this feel like an extended branch of NXT that also has main roster talent that tours Europe 
where tickets are desirable to get, but you don't burn out your fans. That's my pitch. I know it's a bit random, it's a bit different, but I thought I'd get it out there. And I thought, you know, what I can do is I can look back on this in a couple of years' time and we can look at NXT Europe. Has it been a success or not? Because Triple H is fully in control now and we know he loves his NXT. So let's see. Let me know what you'd do with NXT Europe, though. I think it's an interesting discussion. Obviously, living in Europe myself, I'm intrigued. And from going to Clash at the Castle, I want to be able to go to more live wrestling soon. So I hope it's good. But yeah, we'll have to see. Hope you enjoyed anyway. I'll try and get back with a bigger and a longer episode. This was just a short little filler one, as I said before. Hope everybody has a good week, and I will see you all next time. Goodbye.